It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Folks, welcome to the Flying Whippet Production Studios. I am the voice, Drew Moeller, along with my trusty sidekick, Max Arandondo. He holds a black belt in sports debating. Out of sight, to your view, to my left, Brother Bob. He's running the sound and providing pithy comments throughout the show. Still happy I'm not the master debater. Well, (laughs) that's a title you'll probably get one of these days, Brother Bob. To my right, running the cameras. He is in charge of running the cameras. He's in charge of our hair and makeup. And actually, he's just provided limousine service to and from the studios for us. Great job. Get those green M&Ms out of my bowl in the studio room. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, man. I've reached prima donna status. You know, it's got to be green. I've got to make sure they read the contract. (laughs) <laughs> and I know they're not. No green M&Ms. Well, Max, we have an exciting show today. I want to talk about a few things. Of course, we started off with Ask the Max. First question to ask you. Deshaun Watson, been in and out of practice, wasn't there Monday. We've talked about it before. Uh, Houston's a debacle right now. At what point do you move on? Can you get rid of the guy? Can you release him? Talk to me a little bit about what's going on. Well, part of the reason that uh, Deshaun is in pra- or is at practice right now is because he doesn't want to get fined. He just signed that contract a year ago, and he wants to make sure that uh, he keeps his money, regardless of if he gets you know traded or whatever happens. But there was some interesting news uh, came in the other day, which was Wednesday in Houston. Uh, the lead attorney reached out to the FBI. And the FBI is doing some investigation because one of the girls um, was actually involved in in an extortion um, with uh, Deshaun Watson. So that's going to be interesting. So we're going to see how that plays out. And as far as Deshaun himself, he's fourth string. I don't see him ever playing another down with the Texans or Drew, for that matter. I don't know if he'll play in the NFL anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, his status is really up in the air. At this point, Davis Mills probably is going to be your starter. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit. We're going to cover rookie quarterbacks later in the show. Okay. So, Tebow, cut. Thoughts? Great, great young man. Uh, You know, this guy is what every father wants, uh, you know, their daughter to – marry, date, and be part of. He's a great human being. As far as uh, football, he was struggling, especially with the game last week. Uh, he missed a couple of key blocks. Uh, he wasn't running the right route to receive the, the, the catch. He tries hard. He's got a great heart, but I, I'd like to see Tebow. He did get cut. I'd like to see him in the ESPN or Fox uh, behind, uh, or excuse me, in front of the camera uh, talking to us about college football. That's what I want to see him doing. Okay. I agree. Tebow fan. He's, he's good. It's, um, it's going to be interesting to see where his career carries him. I'm, I'm assuming he's probably going to pick up his broadcasting career. He is. Um, a few thoughts on this one. 
I never really thought it was serious, his comeback. You know, I, I'm not talking bad about Tim Tebow because I know he's beloved and he's a good guy. But I thought it was just a marketing ploy. Mm. I thought that Urban Meyer was doing a friend a favor. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the entire reasons behind it. But at the end of the day, he was going to get himself hurt out on, the, out on that football field. Yeah, from or, someone, what I saw. or someone else. Or yeah. someone else. Sure. Um, the one play that was directed towards him, I think he was... He wasn't even in, in the right uh, receiving formation. Guy cut across and cut the ball. So, yeah, I mean, I believe the Tim Tebow experiment should be officially over. It is. You had a great career. You tried baseball. You tried football. I think your future lies in broadcasting. What what I think the the tragedy of Tim Tebow is I, I, wish, I wish he would have gone down the tight end route back when he was playing for the Broncos or the Jets. I think that would have been a really, really good opportunity for him to continue in the NFL. I think it could have been a, you know, with a little bit of training, a little bit of coaching, he could have been a good tight end if that's the way he wanted to go. But it seemed like he wanted to be a quarterback and now he didn't. And no, he's a really, really good guy. I mean, my hat's off to him for taking a chance, but you're right. Marketing ploy, publicity stunt. It's a, it's a midget going to the plate, getting a walk. Yeah. When he when he should have been a tight end, he wanted to be a quarterback. When he should have been a quarterback, he wanted to be a tight end. You know, it's all, all reversed. We'll see what happens with him. Best of luck to him. Moving right along. Um, I saw in The Athletic, they did an interview with a guy you may have heard of before named O.J. Simpson. Hmm. Really? He's scared to go to L.A. Why is he scared to go to L.A.? Well, according to O.J., he, he may run into the killer. In L.A. This is his reaction to the new Ford Bronco, by the way. <laughs> I think he likes it. I, I think he does. He's yeah, impressed. He's pretty impressed. I like O.J. <laughs> you think he'll, do, he'll start doing commercials? Well, it, it's hard to, well, <laughs> let's not go that far. But, okay. yeah, uh, according to O.J., um, he may run into the killer. His lawyers are still looking, and he has some leads, apparently. I don't know if they're on the golf course. But apparently he does have some leads. And, and 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 the older generation Bronco was able to carry more memorabilia than this generation. So he's going to lose a little bit there. Little street cred. I agree. So just a funny story. Um, apparently he's still trying to stay relevant. But, yeah, he's he's definitely scared to go to L.A. I don't know if the – Killers on the golf course. Um, I'm assuming the killer may be in the mirror. I don't know if you have to go to L.A. to do that. (laughs) Poor O.J. O.J. Last Ask the Mass. I can't say it. Ask the Mass subject. Hard Knocks. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Hard Knocks? Um, And then I'll give you my thoughts. Okay. What I watch. Um, You know what? I think um, Hard Knocks is, is a good program. I think HBO does a good job with that. I think there's a little bit of flavor that's lacking this year with the Cowboys. And again, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan, but there is a little bit that's, that's missing. I don't know what, what it, where they need to focus more on the defense or the offense, but, or maybe a little bit more on Dan Quinn, or maybe they should focus more on the Rudy's of, of, of um, the Cowboys, the underdogs. There's a gentleman that I want us to make sure we watch a little bit. His name is Kamara. He's a defensive end. He's undersized, uh, but this guy has got heart. And right now, watching him with hard knocks, it's a great story. So really take a look at that. His family, 
they moved from the Ivory Coast. There was in the Civil War, and he got uh, he, his family and him moved out of there, and they struggled, and they made it to the U.S. He got a scholarship at Kansas. This guy, one of the comments was the coach was talking to him, and he said, look, because he's undersized, doesn't have the weight, doesn't have the strength, every single time that he takes a snap on defense, he needs to be perfect. And the guy's got hard. He had a good play the other day where he caused a fumble, didn't count because the offense, I didn't understand that was offsides and he was on defense. So uh, part of the hard knocks, I like that because he's somebody we need to root for. Yeah, I tried to watch it. I actually got through about 10 minutes and I turned it off. It just didn't hold my interest like the other ones have. And I think to your point, I want a compelling storyline. I don't want to, I don't want to hear about the, um, the love affair between uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. <laughs> so it, to me, it just lacked a lot of, at least the initial show, but you know what? I'm willing to give this show a second chance. Okay. Can you ever think of a series where you tried to get into it, maybe a show or two, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. put it on the shelf, and then people told you, you know what? Go back and try to watch it. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad, when I first saw that, I was like, I'm out. Oh, yeah, it took a couple but episodes. But it, it took a couple episodes, and man, I was in. So I'm going to dedicate myself to trying to get through the hard knocks, see how it goes. But yeah, I need some compelling storylines. I need something something new and exciting. Maybe, maybe like you said, some of the coaching angles. Um, and maybe that's coming up. I'm a little surprised there's not as much of Jerry as I thought, which, mm. you know, a lot of people thought Jerry would would dominate the, the hard knocks and maybe you will later. Not so much so right now. Max, the boys of summer. We haven't talked baseball since yeah. we started this podcast. I think and, it's time. Time yeah. to talk baseball, yeah. So, you know, growing up as a kid, baseball was king to me. I remember Reggie Jackson, the three home runs in the World Series. I remember walking home from football practice when people were shouting, Bucky Dan hit a home run to, to beat the Yankees. I remember Pete Rose's streak in the summer when he had the 44-game hit streak. And, you know, it just brings back so much nostalgia thinking about baseball. It's been my first love. Did I ever tell you I tried out for the Reds? No. Yeah. Actually tried out. More as a goof than anything. I was a decent baseball player. But um, showed up, tried out. Didn't make it past the first round. (laughs) (laughs) At least you tried Um, out. I believe they told me that I couldn't hit, run, throw, or pitch. But but you need to do that for baseball. You need to do that. Yeah. Uh, the scouting report said officially he's short but slow. <laughs> At least you tried out. I, I tried out. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk a little baseball. You know, I want to go through each of the standings in the American League and National League. I looked. I didn't see a lot of changes to who I think is actually going to win their division. I do have a few surprises. Okay. But, uh, you know, let's go through the American League first. In American League uh, West, <clears throat> excuse me, I have, uh, I do have Houston winning that, uh, okay. winning that division. Your thoughts? Do you have I, I do. I have Houston also winning that division. Uh, do we want to go with the wild card? Because I also have a wild card coming out of the division as well. We we will get to the wild card. Okay. I have uh, I have uh, the Astros winning that division. Yeah, I do too. And I think with Houston, there's two teams I'm going to mention that I think they have built their their teams, their players around their ballparks. 
Houston with their hitters, they they've definitely created a team that is built for the players that they've uh, got on that team. So we both got Houston winning the yep. AL West. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the AL Central. I have the Chicago White Sox. I do too. Uh, this team is just loaded with pitching. They have Kushel, they have Rondon, Duber, Lynn, who came from the Cardinals, who's just a phenomenal veteran. A closer now in Hendricks. I believe Kimbrell's still with the team. When I when I talk baseball and I talk teams that are going to make the playoffs, to me it's defense. At the end of the day, and pitching is defense. And uh, I'll always look for that pitching-heavy team, especially – when it comes down to what I call nutcracking time. So I've got uh, I've got Chicago winning that. Now, my surprise, I actually lined through about three teams. And because they're so hot right now, they've got Garrett Cole back. Um, they really seem to be gelling at the right time. I, I got the Yankees winning the AL East. Wow, that's a good. I mean, that's, that's really good. I'm excited about the Yankees, especially with the last six games. Uh, they're on a roll. But I have the Rays winning that division. And I'll tell you, it was tough. Yep. And I uh, I tossed it around, and at the end of the day, I settled on the Yankees. So for a beer, we will see. I've got the okay. Yankees, and you've got the Rays. Yep. Now, going to the wild card. Okay. I do have Tampa Bay as a wild card, and I've got Oakland as my other wild card. Uh, I have Oakland as the, uh, the second wild card also, um, and then the first wild card. I actually have the Yankees, so okay. in reverse. So we've got everybody yeah. pretty much in the playoffs. We'll get to who's going to be in the World Series. Okay. So we're pretty close there. Let's go on to the National League. Okay. In the NL West, um, I have the San Francisco Giants. Really? Okay. I have the Dodgers. Okay. Um, but the team that I have winning the World Series out of the National League West isn't one of the teams that wins their division. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, San Francisco is my other team. I really feel this is a team that has just built their players around their stadium. A great pitching squad, and they just have those hitters that can hit those big gaps in the in the ballpark that they play in. It's a big field. Um, they always seem to do well come playoff time, especially at home. That's why I took the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the NL West... Looks like Milwaukee's going to be pretty tough to catch. Uh, last time I checked, they're seven, seven and a half games ahead of the Reds. So uh, I've got Milwaukee. Nine and a half right now. Okay. Well, yeah, it's yeah. it's over. And uh, Milwaukee plays in the Central? Central. Yes. Correct. And I also have Milwaukee uh, winning that division. And I, I think that they're just the best team in yeah. that division. So uh, Clearly the best team in that division as of right now. Mm-hmm. No East. This was the other one that I I scribbled a team in the other day, took them out, put another one in. I finally have settled on Atlanta. Me too. I think Atlanta's strong. I like them. Uh, I'm picking Atlanta for, in that division as well. Yeah, they made some trades. I know Acuna went down. Uh, he went down with a nasty injury. They've made some trades to kind of shore up. To me, Atlanta is probably, if I had to pick the three between Philadelphia and uh, the other contender, I'd have, to, I'd have to go with Atlanta. Okay. At this time, the Mets are in a free fall right now. They uh, they've lost to Grom to mm-hmm. injury. Um, 
they got Javi Baez from Chicago. Chicago went on a big fire sale, but he's been struggling. And at this point in time, I'm going to go with Atlanta. So yeah. my wild cards are the Dodgers. And I'm just going to say, because I'm a Reds fan, kids, I'm going to go with the Reds. Hopefully they'll, they'll overtake San Diego, but uh, I'm going to go Dodgers as a wild card and my Reds as a wild card. See, I have it differently. I have San Francisco as the wild card, okay. and then I have Philly as the wild card. And then to make it, to make it all the way to World Series in the National League, I have the Giants playing the Rays. Interesting market. Okay. I've got the Dodgers, who are, are my wild card, uh, actually playing the Chicago White Sox. Really? Okay. And who do you have winning? The White Sox. Again, uh, come playoff time, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of okay. pitching. To me, up and down, um, from top to bottom, they have the best pitching in Major League Baseball. Okay. So another beer. We'll see what happens, guys. See what we'll happens. Mark our predictions. We'll revisit them when the time's right. Did did either of you guys watch the Field of Dreams game last weekend? Man, was that cool? That was awesome. I mean, I as hokey it. as it was, it was it was nice to watch. It was pretty cool, and actually, I thought I thought it'd been cool if the Yankees would have won it, just because of their history, their tradition. Not that I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, I'm a Mets fan, and I hate them, and I want them to lose everything. <laughs> I think the game ended the way it was supposed to. But I mean, yeah. that was fun. That was yeah. exciting. It it, it it was really 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 well played and. I'm excited for the next one. Yeah. Well, my Cincinnati Reds are going to be in the next one next All year. Right. So we'll see what happens. Um, speaking of baseball, we're still on the subject. The Bambino, the great Babe Ruth, um, this was the week that he passed away. You know, not this week, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. This week, week that he passed. Yeah. The week that he yeah. passed. You know, and I don't think there has ever been a player like Babe Ruth as far as being able to pitch and hit. Until recently. Sure. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Showtime for the Showtime, LA Angels. Yeah. yeah, he was fantastic the other day. What he pitched, uh, eight innings, uh, allowed one run, and then he got, what, his 40th home run. He's exciting to watch. Yeah, it's it's a cool sports story, and it's just exciting to to see a guy that, that can actually be a potentially a Cy Young winning yeah. pitch. How cool would that be to have a Cy Young award? And an MVP award all in the same year, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty cool. And, and and what a bargain. I think he's three quarters of a million, a million a year. Yeah. It's With, it mean, nothing. It's going to change quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody's going to back up a, a, a dump truck. <laughs> yes. I'm sure there's an agent called Scott Boris who's uh, <laughs> speed dialing him right now as we speak. He's amazing. That guy's wonderful. Yeah, he's fantastic cool. to watch. Um, it's neat. Um, Back to football. Yes. Last week we rated the coaches. We mm-hmm. kind of gave an idea of what their we thought their predicted uh, seasons would be as far as their one loss. We're going to do the rate the rookie quarterbacks this this year. Okay. I'd like to start with Trevor Lawrence. Your thoughts? Trevor Lawrence. Um, he will be starting for the Jags. In uh, the last game, he was uh, six out of nine, and he had a seventy-one percent uh, passing rating. And I'm going to grade these guys. So I would just kind of watching him um, and with with everything that he has uh, as far as his offense, I was giving him a B plus. He's, he's doing a good job, but it's going to take a while before he can move up to the A status as far as a grade. 
No, I agree. I mean, he comes from a history of winning, obviously, high school all the way through college. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, what, what was he like, thirty and zero in his college yeah. career? Yeah, he's a good he's a good quarterback. Until my Buckeyes knocked him off. Yeah, <laughs> but he's going to struggle, especially that team has a lot of holes to fill, and again, yeah, yeah, he's going to struggle with that. A lot of issues and. Um, and holes. I don't know about issues, but definitely holes. He's he's got the veteran target in Marvin Jones, but he's going to need a lot of help. I think the kid's going to get uh, beat up a little bit. Uh, hopefully, not as bad as the Cincinnati quarterback did. Uh, oh yeah, Joe. Uh, yeah, Burrows. Burrow. Yeah. I think I'm going five and twelve. I don't see a better record. That's that's what I predicted last week when we were doing the rookie head coaches. Got him at five and twelve. Now. The most exciting quarterback to me in the NFL, as far as rookies go, maybe, maybe in the NFL. Can't wait to see his career. He led my beloved Buckeyes to a victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Fields. You know, with Justin Fields, uh, Matt Nagy, the head coach, said that um, Fields is going to be. Well, he's going to start his career as a backup. The guy is fantastic, very athletic. He's able to read defenses and do really, really well. Um, he was 14 out of 20 passing. He passed for 142. Uh, the guy's going to start off as a backup, but then eventually he's going to take over the position. And once he does, the Bears, their fans, they're, they're going to be so excited and they're going to be happy, finally. Yeah, lights out. Best Chicago quarterback of all time. Mm, Best of all time. Let's see. I mean, Sid Luckman and Jim McMahon, that's yeah. that's the competition. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, to... So he just has to do this much. <laughs> no, I think he's going to be a great quarterback. I gave him an A. Yeah. Um, I watched him a little bit of the game, looked great, stretches out the field, you know, shows the playmaking abilities he has. Looking yeah. forward to his career. I think he's going to be solid. I got the Bears. The Bears. <laughs> People were laughing at me when I told him in the studio. I think I'm going 10 and 7, kids. Did you say 10 Market, and 7? 10 and 7. The Bears, 10 and 7. Okay. The Bears. Okay. All right. Trey Lance uh, comes from a little college called North Dakota State. Um, talented player. It's similar in a lot of ways to uh, Justin Fields. Your thoughts on him? Yeah, he, he's doing really well uh, right now, especially playing in that offense. Um, he was also, uh, he was five for 14 for 128 yards, 93. He had the highest passing, re- uh, ratings from all the quarterbacks. I gave him a B plus and he just kind of needs to get used to that offense, especially with the head coach over there in San Francisco. Um, the guy really likes the head coach really likes to call plays to kind of get his quarterback out in, in, in on one side and the other. And I think Trey Lance is going to do really well and excel in that. So, so let me ask you, do we have a quarterback controversy in San Francisco with uh, Garoppolo or this kid? And No. Well, the GM already at San Francisco said that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing the best that he's ever seen. Well, what that really means, let me kind of explain what that means. That means that, hey, guys, uh, when it's time to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, don't try to undersell me as far as the trade value. So they're saying all the right things in San Francisco because they they are going to trade Jimmy. He'll be gone, and Trey Lance will end up the starter. Okay. Well, you heard it first from Ask the Max. Uh, next, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones will be the starter um, day one, and he's going to run that offense the way that the offensive coordinator for New England 
wants that offensive – I mean, that offense run. So, he's going to do well. I think he'll be the opening day starter. I do, too. Um, I noticed they've been putting him in a lot of situational plays, you know, trying to trying to get his moxie, trying to get his confidence, making sure he can read NFL defenses. So far, he's passed the test in my yeah. book. Um, Belichick, this is the genius of Belichick, you know. Um, he knows – how to put players in the best position to succeed. So he hasn't really come out named a starter, but mark my word, Mac Jones will be the starter for the New England Patriots come the first week of the season. Um, and the reason he's doing that, I really believe, is to take that pressure off the kid so he doesn't have to step up yeah. after practice and ask questions about what's it going to be like to be a starter and what do you think. And um, so I think he's got a good career ahead of him. Uh, he will start, market, and we'll see what happens from there. Yep. Um, Texas kid, you know, he, proven winner. How many – didn't Ellinger have a lot of comeback wins for, for Texas? He did. Uh, Sam Ellinger right now is really uh, taking advantage of his time. Now, Carson Wentz is going to be the starter week one. We know that. And there he is. Um, this guy is fantastic. He's another uh, Rudy type of underdog player. The guy was, uh, let's see, the last game he went 10 for 15 passing for 155 yards. But the key for him was – Led him to victory. Yeah, he did. He, 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 you know, come from behind, brought him from behind. But also his running ability, that's one thing that we saw at Texas every single week. He got into a jam. His legs pulled him out. He's able to run. People don't know that as much with Sam Ellinger, but this guy can run the football. He will run you over. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to do well. At some point, he'll probably get an attempt to start, if not with Baltimore, uh, with some team with the in the Colts, end of yeah. the Colts. Yeah, I was just surprised. I was hoping that he would actually make a squad. Now, at this point, man, if he can just be a second-string quarterback, I think that's the perfect fit for him. I agree. Yeah, Develop him. Um, Houston Texans, we had talked about Deshaun Watson and his problems. David Mills could be the starting quarterback next, next team. Yeah, David Mills will be the starting quarterback. Uh, watch him play a little bit. Uh, he's good. Uh, he's a good kid. Um, he's going to be a good quarterback. But you know what? Right now with the Texans, they're a mess, and this guy's going to struggle. Um, doesn't have the protection that he needs. His weapons are a little older, uh, especially running backs. Uh, I gave him a C-. minus. Uh, he'll be okay, but he's not going to be one of the elite quarterbacks, especially as a rookie. Yeah, he's going to be running for his life. Hopefully, it, hopefully he won't get injured. Um, See if they you know, and, and hopefully they will just uh, work on getting that first-round draft pick next year because if they let this kid throw the ball 25, 30 times a game, he's, he's in for some serious trouble. Kellen Mond, uh, he's a dual threat. I, I, I like him. Um, I think you you think that he may be uh, actually starting instead of Cousins, but Cousins, it's his job to lose. It is, you know. As far as uh, Mond, I think that he'll get some playing time this year, but he he still has about a year uh, that he needs to work on and just kind of learn uh, the system, learn the Minnesota way, and he'll be able to to maybe next year get the position. So Yeah, we'll see what happens. One of the things I do want to predict with Trey Lance and the 49ers, I have them going 12-5, and five, and then I have Mac Jones with the uh, Patriots going 10-7. and seven. Last player who I actually got a chance to watch some highlights of in his debut was Zach Wilson. I got to tell you, 
I was impressed. I was very impressed with the way he played. Um, I have him going two and 15, but I'll tell you what, I may have to reevaluate that if, if he's able to play the way I saw him play in the preseason. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm sorry. I was just kind of reading an email there. Um, we have a uh, gentleman that was uh, texting us here about a question. Do you mind if I read that real quick? No, go ahead. Uh, he's talking about the uh, Washington football team. He's asking if Fitzpatrick is going to finish the season with Washington. Has he ever finished a season with any team? He'll probably finish the season, but then next year he'll end up with another team. <laughs> you know, you, you got to respect the guy's uh, ability to uh, to start for just about every team in the NFL. Yes, I think he's played for everyone. Yeah, yeah but that beard is magnificent. <laughs> he you know does what? know how to grow a beard. Yeah, I, I remember when he didn't have the beard, he, he looked a lot better. Every time I see that beard, I <laughs> I expect some kind of bird to come flying out of me, you know, you know. It's, but yeah, the, he he is uh, he he's definitely got that NFL beard working. But here's the question, I think. It, it, well, here's the real question with Washington: If he doesn't finish the season, who who else is going to finish the season as a quarterback in Washington? Yeah, I mean, uh, with their defense, as long as uh, he can keep them in some games, you know what, give give them 24 to 27 points a game, and uh, Washington football team will be hard-pressed not to win that division. Yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick, I, I, I don't think Fitzpatrick will lose you a game. He's, he's not a Kirk Cousins. He's yeah. not going to get you the fourth quarter and break your heart. Yeah, and that's probably what they're telling him. Hey, just keep us in the game. Keep us in the game, and I think he can do that. You know, he is a veteran, so uh, he's seen plenty of NFL defenses. So I, I, I think he'll do okay. Um, you know, back to Zach. Uh, we'll see how he does. I, I think that he will have a um, an interesting year if he can stay upright. Um, we'll see what happens with him. They thought enough of him that they traded uh, who they had. You yeah, know? they did. I think with uh, Wilson, he's going to do well. Uh, I just don't see the team doing well overall. They need a lot of help as well. They're kind of in the yeah. same position that the Texans. Yeah. So he's going to get a lot of experience. Can they protect him, though? That's the question. Please protect this guy. And I think he'll be something special. But uh, they got to make sure that they, again, fill the holes that they have on that team. So we're going to end the show with your prediction here. You don't know what it is. I'm, the question I'm going to ask you, but. Stepping up to the mic with the first draft pick of the NFL draft next year, will it be the Jets, will it be the Titans, or will it be a team that I haven't talked about? Um, I think it's a team that you haven't talked about. Really? Yeah. Okay. The Texans. Oh, I just said the Texans. Oh, you did? I yeah. thought you said the Jets. I apologize. No, I said the Jets or the Texans. Which oh, one will it be? I think it'll be the Texans. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're, they're going to be in an epic battle to – to see who picks first in the NFL draft next year. Well, and the reason why is because the Jets will play all their players, the Texans won't, and then they'll end up losing an yeah. extra game. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't forget the Eagles. I, they, <laughs> I think they may be in there that that dumpster fire that sits at uh, in Philadelphia, Lincoln Field. We'll see what happens. I don't think they're as bad as you think. <laughs> we'll see. That's the, that. That's the beauty of this. Well, folks, we hope you've had as much fun as we've had tonight. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week uh, live at the Flying Whippet Production Studios. 
Have a great and blessed evening. Take care. Thanks, guys. And uh, if you're if you're watching us for the first time, hit that subscribe button on the bottom. If you're listening to us on a podcast, subscribe there as well. And uh, yeah, give, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. We just got listed this past week, so give us a rating there. And uh, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Go, Bye. Buckeyes.